0: Welcome to Be The Scandal, the sacred rebellion of being your authentic self. I'm your host, Danny Hickman. In this week's episode, I want to invite you all into my own kind of sacred rebellion that I decided I'm no longer going to do. Are you ready for it? (laughs) I decided that I am no longer going to automatically assume someone else's perception of me is truth, or it needs to be my truth. Now notice if that's bringing up any kind of reaction for you, and I want to be clear and say this, I'm not talking about when I receive constructive criticism or opportunities to grow and expand, that I'm not going to listen to that, because I definitely am. I'm definitely here for the energy of expansion and growth and self-awareness and self-reflection and introspection. I'm all for that. But what I'm not for is when someone gives me a narrative that they have about me that most likely is wrapped up in their own projections because of what I am triggering within them, I'm no longer going to take that from them and wear it as part of my identity. For most of my life, I have engaged in that kind of codependent dynamic. I've worked really hard to try to put out the energy of, I'm a good person, I'm a good friend, I'm a quote, a good girl, and I have had a really hard time whenever people don't see me as such. I've had a hard time maintaining the stable sense of self and holding what people think of me. So the thing that I'm doing now that feels like I'm just being a sacred rebel here. Is that I'm learning how do I maintain who I am, my sense of self, honor someone else's reflection of me, and make a conscious choice, be curious, be introspective, but make a conscious choice and decide if I agree with their presentation, with their idea of who I am. So quickly, I have self-abandoned my thoughts on who I am. I've self-abandoned what I deem to be my truth for someone else's truth. It was like I didn't know how to trust myself enough, how to anchor enough in my own worthiness, in my own sense of self to say, I hear what you're saying, person who is giving me this reflection of what you think or who you think I am. I hear that and this is what I believe to be true. And holding firm and steady in that and energy. That both can exist. There can be different narratives about me out in the world than I have of myself. And I am okay. I am still okay and I am still worthy. And I don't need to abandon the way that I view myself just because someone is giving me a narrative. This insight has been coming for a while But I had a moment of clarity here in the last few months that really drove this home. And this is why I wanted to record this episode and present this idea to you. Because I had a rupture in a friendship. And this was someone who, at the time, I deemed to be a really close friend, someone whose opinion I really valued. Now, looking back, I'm able to see a lot of moments of codependency where neither of us were able to really be who we were. And there were a lot of invitations that I had within this friendship that were given to me to self-abandon and not be in the fullest expression of myself. So when this relationship ruptured and this person gave me feedback or gave me their thoughts about who I was and the way I was moving through the world, and it was negative, it wasn't good, I took that narrative and I wore it. I put it on and I let myself drown in it. I really crumbled under the weight of this negative narrative because I thought I could trust what that person was saying about me. And honestly, I hate admitting this, but there were parts of me that felt like I could trust what she was saying about me more than trusting my own narrative about the situation, about what had happened and who I am. And it really took me a few months to come out of that energy And what it took was feedback from my other friends, feedback from people that I was friends with for 20 plus years, and me asking and being curious and saying a version of, hey, this person said this thing about me, and I'm curious how you perceive me. What are your thoughts about it? And I really recommend doing that, going to those people that you do trust their mirroring, you trust their reflection of you, and you trust that they'll be honest with you. And that's the bigger picture thing here the invitation that I really want to give you is, are those people that you are trusting to reflect who you are, are they actually trustworthy? Are they actually able to give you a clear mirroring of who you are? Or is the reflection that they're giving you a little bit muddy because it's through the lens of their own projections of their stuff and through the lens of their trigger? And when we're getting reflections in the energy of codependency, which I'm going to really dumb down in this definition, but it's the idea of I need you to be different. So I feel less distressed. And then we invite other people into that same energy. We need them to be different. So we feel less distressed when we're getting mirroring back of like who we are through the energy of codependency. It's based on conditional love. It's based on the idea of, I need you to be different. So I feel better. If we're moving through the world authentically It's going to trigger people. That is not a surprise. We all know it. We've all experienced it. But that doesn't mean if someone is telling us that we are a bad person, doing it wrong, not good enough, or whatever the narrative might be that they're reflecting back to us, it doesn't mean it's necessarily true. What it might actually mean is when you move through the world like that, it triggers me, and this is what I want to say to you about it in order to defend myself and my trigger. And I want that energy to just land and just let your system soak that in for a second. When we're getting feedback about who we are and how it affects people, it might not be completely about you. Sometimes it is more about what you are triggering in that other person and less about who you are in the way that you're moving through the world. It would be kooky if we acted like the way that we talked, what we did, and the way that we moved through the world didn't affect people. So I'm not saying don't be introspective or don't have an awareness or an understanding of the way that you're moving through the world could negatively impact people. I think that is really valuable and really important. But what I am saying is that people might have intense emotional reactions to you being you and you moving through the world more authentically and in alignment with what you desire and it could bring up stuff for them which doesn't mean you should stop doing what you're doing but the invitation here is how do you step into the energy of holding who you are as a person your soul's desires your energy your intention that integrity peace your desires are matching how you're moving through the world and the impact that it has on other people, which includes people's projections and people's triggers, and also sometimes whenever we are making decisions that could be harmful to other people, acknowledging that and trying to move forward within the energy of expansion and love and awareness of how we do impact people. I just feel like this concept is invaluable. In our expansion and growth because if we can't trust ourselves to move forward in alignment with who we truly are and to at the end of the day be able to come back to ourselves take feedback take other people's reactions and filter it through our own inner being if we can't do that then we will continue to live a life that is curated by those around us we will continue to self-abandon And we will continue to move about in the energy of who do I need to embody to make these people outside of me happy? What version of me do I need to embody in order to please these people so they praise me, so they accept me, and so then I feel worthy? And I'm inviting in a different energy of how do I feel worthy within? How do I feel worthy from a deep core sense of self-place so that When I trigger other people and people are upset about the way that I'm moving through the world, I can make an aligned decision on how to move forward, not based in what is less distressing for everybody else, but based in what is most integrous to me. How do I move through the world in alignment? Your inner desires are matching how you're moving through the world and how do I stick to that? And whenever we are continuously outsourcing our worth, outsourcing our decision-making, taking other people's opinions of us and assuming that they are true and they are true about us, we don't have that anchoring. We have an unstable sense of self that flip-flops, that crumbles, and is unable to be maintained when someone has a varying opinion about the way that we're moving through the world. Not everyone is gonna like you. (laughs) Let's be honest, you don't like everybody. That was one of the most liberating things that I ever received from my therapist, is the idea of Danny, there are so many people out in the world, and there's no way that you will like everyone. Think of a few people that you don't like. And if I was to ask someone else this, you might be on their list of someone that they don't like. And that is okay. That doesn't mean that you are unworthy or you are unlovable or you are unlikable. It just means that these people don't prefer you. And you are so worthy of love regardless of what other people think. And this can feel really confusing. I had this question recently where someone asked me, but what about those people that are really close to you, like your mom, that are supposed to love you? What if they've told you other things about yourself? And I really love that word, quote, supposed to love you. I think a lot of us are brought up in codependent family systems that are rooted in base and conditional love. The idea, if you do this, then I will love you. It's more transactional. And so it can be really confusing for our parts, especially our younger parts. Whenever people in our family of origin have communicated other things to us, that maybe we are too much, we're too big. We are too aggressive when we set boundaries, or whatever those narratives might be, or we're not a good girl, we're bad, we're a bad daughter, we're a bad son, whatever version of that narrative is. And we trust those people to tell us about ourselves. And then we cave in on ourselves when we get that feedback, because we don't know how to say, actually, I don't believe you. We don't know how to say, I hear that truth that you have about me, and you are entitled to that truth. And... I have a different truth about myself and I am okay and you are okay. It's that energetic boundary. It's that interdependence. It's holding the I and the we at the same time to come at those moments of feedback and say, I honor what you're saying. I witness what you're saying unconditionally. You don't have to think something different and neither do I. And we're both okay. And I can continue to move forward and you can continue to move forward. But our relationship might not move forward from that. And that's the hard part. Is when we are being our authentic selves and we're moving through the world in alignment, some people, like I've said, might not like it. And they might not want to be around us because of that. And there's so much grief there. And I know for me, I have held on to relationships and attachments like I'm holding them hostage because I didn't want to feel the emotional pain of them potentially leaving to the point where I would continuously self-abandon. I would wear these old raggedy tattered jackets of negative self-beliefs that were woven together from things that they would say to me and I would wear and I would say, I'll be whatever version of me you need me to be in order to maintain this relationship instead of choosing myself and choosing a more expanded version of myself, a more authentic version of myself myself knowing that when I did that, this relationship would probably end and that would bring me emotional pain. I didn't know how to do that. I didn't know how to choose that. So my invitation for you in this short podcast episode is this. Are there people that you are trusting to tell you about yourself that maybe aren't trustworthy reporters of who you are? Maybe they haven't done enough of that inner work to be able to be a clear reflection of who you are. And if that's the case, I invite you to also explore who are those accurate mirrors, those people that will tell you the truth about you in a way that is unconditional, in a way that is loving, so that you can expand and grow. You can see those blind spots and you can increase your self-awareness and introspection. Who are those people? And then the other part is, how do you support yourself when someone has a narrative about you that maybe you don't agree with, and most likely it's negative, negative? and how do you move forward knowing that that narrative exists and knowing that you don't agree with it and you don't need to fix it? You don't need to fix their narrative. You don't need to work really hard to show them something different. How do you sit in that truth of that moment? And continue to move forward despite that narrative existing. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Be the Scandal. If you like what you heard, don't forget to click subscribe so that you can join in on the sacred rebellion of being your most authentic self.